0: You're listening to the blackmail therapist on Anchor Radio. Once again, it's on welcome back to the Black Male Therapist Podcast with your host, Art Harris, licensed marriage and family therapist and school psychologist breaking it down about what's happening in the world. With news, we get an update on sports, and we'll get some good psychoeducation about life. This week's show, will focus on what's happening with PG&E and these fires. Did cutting off your power really help in California? Also, we'll get an update on what's happening in Washington. We have everybody talking about impeachment. I'm more concerned what's happening with China and this trade stuff, you know, so that we'll get an update on that. Also, we'll look at what's happening in sports. We'll get a preview of the upcoming NBA season and a special edition today. We'll look at the rap beef between Dame and Shaq. Yeah, it's not that serious, but it's still relevant to what's happening in our world. Also, we'll look at some information on black psychology and breakdown aspects and components, that may help you in your work, not just dealing with people and dealing with clients, but also with helping yourself get through this world where we're clinicians trying to work with black people, but it seems like the work that we're doing isn't going as far as we want it to do. So we're looking at perspectives and strategies and styles that may help us connect with our black clients a little bit better. And we'll close the show today with five back to school tips from the school psychologist. I'll break down some good tips to help our college students have success. We've talked about elementary school and middle school and high school. But this week, we'll look at five back to school tips to help college students have success. Locked and loaded. Let's go. I hope you enjoy the show. This portion of the show is sponsored by Robin Hood. You can go to infight.robinhood.com backslash Arthur447 for a chance to get a free stock up to $500 just for signing up. You should do it. Get invested. Get in the game. Don't get left behind because you're afraid to invest. Start today. So if you're in California, more than likely, you got a notice from PG&E that they were cutting off some power or electricity in your era. It's been all throughout the state trying to protect, I guess, fires from spreading on a whole nother level in this fire season in California. Around this time last year is when we had a massive fire out in santa rosa and those fires were very destructive on that community and there was a lot of smoke coming from PGE about that they possibly caused these fires And the way they responded they didn't help with keeping them from spreading in the right way so this year i see PGE is going with the policy of cutting off fire cutting off electricity so these fires can't spread as um, fast and as rapidly throughout the state. So starting on like Tuesday, many people had their power cut off all throughout the state. And it drove a lot of people into a panic trying to get emergency prepared kits, trying to get food, trying to get their fares in order. And people have really been trying to get themselves together just in case they had a blackout luckily the blackouts weren't as massive for as long as we thought they would even though a lot of people did get impacted but also we see even with these blackouts these fires still came and they spread and they're going bad there's wildfires going in LA and there's been fires all up in northern California all this week so I don't know how productive was shutting off this power. I don't know. It could have been worse. I do know that PG&E stock really dropped those last couple of days when um people were really mad about their fire getting cut off. But I guess with it not spreading as bad as it could have been, people are buying back in and the stock in PG&E is going back up a little bit. Overall, how prepared were you? How prepared was, was the community? I don't know. I think we all probably could have stepped up our emergency preparedness reaction or emergency plan. So let this be a warning to those out here in California. Get it together. One thing I can say in the South, you have a hurricane season every year. So people are typically ahead of the game in terms of planning for disasters. But out here, these things can happen at any moment. But at least now we're preparing for the fall like it's a fire season. And so we can get in that mindset of preparing ourselves by getting water, flashlights, food, clothing, shelter, whatever we need to do, get a plan because these fires, they they burning, it, they burning us down. Hopefully, we figure out how to keep managing it and maybe cutting off the power saved, saved some lives or saved more destruction than it could have been. Switching gears, we're looking at Washington and all of the stuff with Trump and the trade war and impeachment. And the truth is, black man said to me the other day, I don't care what food they put in office. They still going to be on our neck. So I just got to do me. I said, OK, I feel you. I feel you. Honestly, I'm more concerned what's happening with China as Today, I looked at the news. I see they're working a deal with China, ending this trade war. So, that'll play a role. A lot of our products do come from China. And in fact, China and Chinese people own so much of California in general. That I don't really want to piss them off. I want to be able to do fair business and keep getting my goods and keep having peace. I don't want no problems with China. I don't I, I want our products to be on point. You see what happened in the NBA, the Rockets General Manager made some comments against China, and all these repercussions happened because of that. Yeah, we have the right to free speech in America, but we can't really be tripping off what they're doing. We need to have a good working relationship with them because that's where a lot of our goods come from, a lot of our services come from, and it's just bad news to have beef with people so close to us. We're only separated by the Pacific Ocean. Right now I think we're seeing in our country overall that politics is a joke. This stuff is like WWE man, real comedy, real fake. It's like get it together. It's been four years dealing with this guy, President Trump, and he's a real idiot. But why can't the Democrats why why can't the Democrats put together a campaign that could beat this guy? Is this impeachment strategy a last ditch effort? to get this guy out because nobody's strong enough to beat him. I hope not. I hope that really somebody could beat this guy and we get him out of office because I I just don't want to deal with all the drama that comes with it. You get a lot of people already really pumping their chest and really going to the extreme with this racism and white power stuff. And it's not good to have somebody in office that's basically endorsing this stuff. I really think it's good to have someone in office that at least brings some type of balance to the country. Right now, it's all bad. And so America has always been messed up in terms of racism. But to have a president openly endorsing it right now. This is crazy. It ain't been like this since we had um, straight up slave masters being the president. So um, hopefully it all plays out in a better direction than what it's going. The truth is it's been hard for black folks in general, regardless of who the president been. Even with Barack Obama in office, we still struggled to get our needs met in a way that was fair but um he tried, man, that's what I think I said could say about 44 is that he tried to bring balance. We'll keep paying attention to what's happening with the news in terms of the fires and uh China and the trade wars and the market and what's happening with this upcoming election. These are crucial times. And as I close on this news segment, I want to say for all of you who didn't vote last time but had the ability to vote or all of those who thought it'd be real funny to vote for Donald Trump, look what you did. This is on you. I blame you, baby, because you messed it all up. And so this time, get it together. Register to vote. And even if um even if you don't really like a candidate like last time pick one that you don't think is going to drive us even further to hell that's the end of this segment on what's happening in the world today uh let's let's take a break we need a break and then we'll get further into other issues that we were talking about on the Black Male Therapist podcast. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist on Anchor Radio. Welcome back to the show. In today's segment, when looking at Black psychology, we're going to look into the book, Light from Ancient Africa. By Naeem Akbar PhD. If you don't know, Dr. Akbar is one of the most influential writers on the subject of black psychology and has done great works with connecting the theories and ways of ancient Africa, really those Nile Valley civilizations, to what's happened with common African issues. In this book, Light from Ancient Africa. Africa, I found that it has been very influential in helping me develop my mind and consciousness in terms of how I relate to other people, but how I go about handling things within my own self. And I think it's a very important book for any person to read that's studying psychology, but I'll take it any further further. It's probably a good book for anybody to read who has any deep thought about the mind or themselves or um, what it really means to be conscious or aware in this human state. It gets deep, man. This book is like 71 pages of fire, but it is so deep. So what I'm going to do over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to break down different segments of this small little book um, one chunk at a time and by the end of this um, series we'll have we would have gone through this book life from ancient africa hopefully you can do this work with me i've read the book but i'm encouraging you out there to get the book i'll find a way to post a link on um the website or um, in the show notes, but you can find this book, Light from Ancient Africa by Naeem Akbar, anywhere where you find books. I think I saw it on Amazon earlier today for less than $12. I think I saw a copy for like $4 used. So you got to check out this little book and it'll be dope if you could read it along with me each week as we go through the show. Today, I'm going to start with part of the forward by Dr. Wade Nobles, who's also a brilliant man in the field of African psychology. So I'm going to read part of his foreword, then I'm going to go into some of the introduction of the book, and I'll give my take on it, and that'll be really the lesson for today on black psychology. So, So this is taken from the foreword by Dr. Wade Nobles. Light from ancient Africa is a critical contribution to what might be called the re-Africanization of psychology project. It was within this project that we came to realize that the notion of human psychology was and remains an African invention. In this book, Naeem Akbar, Provides the reader with a clear and concise understanding of the African comedic origins of psychology. Provokes us to think deeply about the real meaning that Africa gave to psychology and provides the insightful guidelines to modern day implications and applications of the field so that's just a piece of this forward it it, it's amazing all the way through so that goes to show you how important this book is really to the field of black psychology and the truth is you don't have to be a phd or mft or a school psychologist to really understand psychology honestly you don't even have to be a black person Or a mental health person in general to appreciate black psychology because it really benefits all people. I'm going to read more into the introduction from this book by Naeem Akbar. And so I'm going to jump in where it says... The purpose of looking back into the vast reservoir of our ancient African ancestors... It's not at all intended as an invitation to regress or to even dwell in the past. We are, in fact, looking back with the intention of seeing ahead. Despite the greatness of ancient African civilization, it never invites us to go backwards. The entirety of the ancient Kemetic civilization was forward looking. Our purpose is to use these ancient images as a crystal ball for futuristic perceptions. Our objective is to be visionaries and not seek yourself after nostalgia. Our objective is to strategize for the future and not to vegetate romantically in the past. Certainly, the images of 4,000 years ago could not have been complete. Otherwise, the demise of Kemet would not have occurred and the regression of the last 2,000 years would not have occurred. What is clear is that the ancient African minds had reached a significant plateau in human development in this phenomenal Nile Valley civilization. Our efforts... Are at least to understand some of what they had achieved so that we can continue beyond the level of their accomplishments. The problems of this African-American community are tremendous and severe. These problems are not beyond repair, however, if we adopt the correct healing methods to address them. The mental health Social and educational problems are all solvable if we approach them correctly. So that right there is another piece of the introduction. And it again is giving a lot of highlights on these ancient Africans. Um, They really are the originators of what we call psychology. Psychology. Further, when we go into the book, we'll see how um, many of the people who came after these ancient Africans, the people who learned from them, like the Greeks, maybe took some of the concepts and switched them up a little bit. Um, I've used the term that um, in some ways, the ancient valley civilization has been the father of psychology but those who come after almost bastardize some of the concepts that's happened in the field um but let's go further in this book in the just in the introduction um let's see We believe that ancient Africa has given the world more light on this subject than any culture. We also believe that the light has been grossly obscured by the intentional distortion of the image of Africa and its people. A part of the task that I see before me and all of us as descendants of the great African contributors, to humankind is to restore our ancestors to their former and well-deserved dignity. We can best do this by demonstrating the power of their wisdom through applying it to our lives and our condition. When we show the power of this great light to transform lives, we will have restored our ancient ancestors to the lofty place of dignity which they so justly deserve. Light from ancient Africa is a contribution to this process. May the creator and those ancestors be pleased. And that wraps up the introduction from Light from ancient Africa by Naeem Akbar. Next week, we'll go into the first chapter, but I want to highlight some things that were just read um, and I think the main thing is looking back on what was done before us or what was done by the ancestors. It's not to get wrapped up in nostalgia. It's not to dwell in the past, but it's to get a sense of what the true The true, the true process of studying psychology and studying humans and the soul and psyche, what it's really all about. One thing it talked about how in Western psychology, there's a limited scope of the human mind and behavior. And most of it can only be defined through like empirical study. I felt that empirical study does serve a purpose and many of the theories of Western psychology um, really do help many people, but I'm finding in my practice and in myself that sometimes some of the theories of Western psychology limit my ability to connect with people, not just my black people, but people in general. On a whole nother deeper level. And so, by studying the works that were done over 4,000 years ago, we really see that we're limiting ourselves and our minds and our souls by not considering what's been done in psychology in these ancient African civilizations. You're listening to the Blackmail Therapist on Anchor Radio. Hey, this is Art Harris, the Blackmail Therapist on the Blackmail Therapist podcast. Are you looking for a way to promo your business or your brand or idea, even a song? Why don't you hit me up? And get some promo right here on the show. On this podcast, you have an audience of people all over the country who listen to podcasts who would love to hear about your idea, business, or brand. So, why don't you hit me up? You could go on my Instagram at Blackmail Therapist. Follow me or send me a message about what you're trying to promo. We'll go over packages. Or you can call on to the show right on the Anchor FM website. You can actually send me a message to this show and we can go from there. i look forward to helping you get to where you want to be.
1: Hey, this blackmail Black Male Therapist reporting from the car studio. Hey, I'm driving through Richmond. It's nice and sunny. Got a little haze outside. A couple of dolphins walking around and some little baby kids. But... I think everything is going to be all right. Everybody should celebrate in life today. Um, I want to go in on a sports report. So, this week, we got a lot of stuff happening with the NFL. The main thing we see, who's going to remain undefeated? Will the Niners finally get knocked off? I see they're going into L.A. to play the L.A. Rams. So, let's see what happens there. Hopefully, We'll get a really good game, get some fireworks. We're still trying to really weed out who's the best in the NFL. We got the Patriots are undefeated at five and zero after their Thursday night victory the other night. So let's just keep paying attention to sports and seeing what's happening in the NFL. But I want to switch gears this week to talk about the NBA. We got the NBA season coming up. The preseason games are already up and rolling. I want to take a few minutes to break down what's happening in the NBA Eastern Conference. Last year, we saw Toronto won the championship. They were the number one team. They were able to go through Milwaukee and Philadelphia. But this year, it looks a lot different in the NBA with all these these main players and big players moving around to form these so-called dynamic duos. So Toronto, will they even be a playoff team this year without Kawhi Leonard now that he's in the in L.A. with the Clippers? I think that this year Philadelphia, they're going to pull off and be the number one seed. I think they're going to get past all of their um, – issues from last year that kept them from going over the hump. I think having Kawhi Leonard not being there as that main issue really is going to help them get over the hump. I think Philadelphia will be the number one team. Uh, Milwaukee, I think they'll be number two. Giannis, the reigning MVP, he's really good. The team is really good. He has some players built around him, but they got exposed last year by Toronto. They can't shoot. Not not in the playoffs, not enough to win and Toronto exposed them. I think Philadelphia is going to center their defense around Giannis if they face each other in their conference finals and Philadelphia, I think, will come out on top this year. This is their year. Everything after Philadelphia and Milwaukee, I think it I think it's really like a crapshoot. We got Boston who's moved around a little bit. I don't know. I think they're going to be good, but I don't know how elite they will be. Last year, those players really struggled with sharing the rock and really playing team ball, and I think with all that talent they have, they should really be the number one seed in the East, if not the NBA, but they really struggle with putting it all together. So we'll see what happens this year. They will probably be within the top three or four, but who knows? Who knows? It all has to play out. What else? Who else is in the Eastern Conference? You got Indiana with the Pacers. They changed their team up a little bit with uh, Brockton coming over from Milwaukee. But um, that East is so diverse, with the top being loaded and the bottom being so weak. Any team could get a hot streak and really have a good record in the Eastern Conference. But I do think we're going to get Philadelphia number one. We'll get Milwaukee number two. Boston will probably be three. The Pacers number four. But after that, who knows? Will Will the um, Nets, will they be a playoff team even without KD this year? I don't know. Last year, Orlando, they were pretty good. I expect them to be back in, condition, in contention. Miami, they got... Butler, Jimmy Buckets, coming over, and so he he's going to be a big factor in the East, and I think they have a chance of making the playoffs, but we really don't know. We do know that Detroit, they're tough. They look real tough and physical, reminding me of those old-school bad boys but how tough and strong these players are. I think they're going to be a factor, uh, the Detroit Pistons. And uh, we'll just... Let the season unfold and see what happens. Next week, we'll look at the Western Conference, the best conference, and really see what's happening over here. I think the Western Conference is loaded. Next week, we'll break it down even more. And until then, we will get on with the show.
0: Blackmail Therapist here. I couldn't leave you in the sports report without jumping in this rap beef with Dame Lillard and Shaq. If you don't know, Shaq and Dame have been battling over about... Okay, it's about a week or so. We've been getting the beef from Shaq and Dame. They both dropped two diss tracks on each other. It all started about a week ago when Dame was promoting his album, which is dope, by the way. If you haven't heard dame lillard's album your boy can rap he got bars that's something I can say about people from Oakland, that everybody got a high 16 and a crossover. That's something that's unique, definitely, to Oakland. Really, anywhere between Oakland and San Leandro and South Haver, you see people are multi-talented with this flow and that crossover. A lot of other things come with the game, but people are really multi-talented and multi-skilled. And there's a lot of history of Oakland point guards and Oakland rappers in general. I think it's special to see your boy is very talented in both levels. So... I don't know what Shaq was thinking by jumping in the ring with this guy, but he did, and he almost really had to get in the ring with Dame, because as Dame was promoting this album on a podcast or a radio show with Joe Budden, he was asked about rap um, and NBA players from the past, that Shaq came up, and he basically took a shot at Shaq, and Shaq... Took it as an opportunity to get back in the ring. And so he dropped the first track. The first diss track was a freestyle. And he came out the gate on fire on Dame. He really went at him. He went hard at him, actually. He sounded like an old, annoying dude that said, all right. Anybody come at me, you going to feel my wrath and make sure nobody else come at me again. That's what I felt with Shaq. He went hard with hard one-liners, really dissing him. Seemed like he questioned his manhood. He really got at him, questioned his money. And um, he came hard at Dame. But Dame Lillard came out with that first diss track. And it was so smooth and so cold. You would think, okay, maybe that's it. Maybe Shaq don't want no more beef. Maybe he don't want no more smoke. But um he did so Dame who gassed Shaq on his first diss track, he he gave it to him so Shaq came back with the second round knockout. And in case you don't know, um Shaq is a hard hitter. He came up back in the day, he wasn't just a NBA player that rapped, he actually did his thing with a few schnickens, and this album sold um well over a million copies. He he really went hard. Back in the day with this album... He made some really good songs... So he could hold his own on the microphone... But um... He went hard... He went at Dame... But when Dame came back with his second diss track... Um... He clearly showed the pedigree and the flow... You can argue that Shaq's NBA career... Was better than Dame Lillard's... Even though Dame's isn't over... You can argue that Shaq is one of the greatest players of all time... But when it comes to the microphone and the rap... Dame is better. And he showed it. He shined on him. He was so smooth the way he gassed him and put the bar to bar together and even made a case that Dame, Dame made the case that T-Wade and Kobe carried Shaq on some of those championships. And I know that probably pissed him off. But uh, in reality, I have nothing but respect for Shaquille O'Neal and what he's done on the basketball court. I respect him off the court also. I really didn't like too many of his songs coming up until he got a he got him with Can't Stand the Rain. And then he got him with um, um, Biological Didn't Bother when he broke down his relationship with his uh, stepdad over his real dad. I think those songs were dope. But um, in this era, in this generation... Dan is just too cold with the flow. He got the rock, he got the mic, and I think he won this rap battle. Hey, welcome back to the show. This is the Blackmail Therapist Podcast with your host. Art Harris. And in this segment, we're talking about five back to school tips from the school psychologist. Today, we're focusing on college students. This is the final segment in the series of five back to school tips. We started with elementary school, then we went to middle school, then high school. Now we're wrapping it up with college students. And this segment of the show is sponsored by Acorns start investing with acorns today get five dollars when you use my invite leak acorns.com backslash invite backslash four eight p nine z two what are you waiting for if you're really serious about saving money letting it grow and if you've really been developing your financial literacy it makes sense that you do more than let your money just sit in your piggy bank jar or in your savings account or under your bed. With the rates of inflation changing every day, you have to put your money in a place that's just going to grow. Yeah, we don't want to risk our money in the stocks or in areas where we're really uncomfortable. That's why Acorns is a good place for you to start. You're not really gonna lose any money. You're just going to watch your money grow. And if you don't want to start with putting your money in, just get the $5, sign up, follow the promo link. Now back to five back to school tips from the school psychologist. So you made it to college, which can include trade school, certification training, junior college, four-year university, and graduate school whatever your plan remember the big picture and stick to it even if you change majors always think big picture and have a plan you won't have too much spare time for reading while in the thick of your studies but we're going to assume that you've been reading every day now up to this point And so part of your reading has helped you get to where you are. I'm gonna push you further right now. So when you do have your spare time, try to read up and be aware on current issues in your field of study. Think about how jobs will look and how careers will look or what business ventures you could go into in your field of study once you graduate. Don't wait until you graduate to find out you're in a field that you don't like. Um, But anyway, let's get into these five tips. One, develop a routine that makes sense. Study, leisure, work, all may play a role. Just remember there is a time and place for everything. A good routine will help you survive when times get rough. Two, understand your syllabus and requirements for each class. Peek ahead and ask the professor or even students who took the course before if there are questions that need answering. A closed mouth don't get fed. Three, get out of your shell and form study groups. Strength in numbers is not just a cool saying on a Golden State Warriors t-shirt. You need to be studying multiple hours for each hour in class, but maximize your potential by connecting with other peers in class. Four, remember self-care, coping strategies and boundaries. College is a place where some young people get caught up in that being away from home for the first time type of stuff. It is normal to explore different things, but remember what helps you relax and recharge that is true to yourself protect yourself from energies that go against your core values five have fun and make long lasting memories impressions and connections you worked hard to get here so enjoy it and go to sporting events spend time in the student unit Learn how to enjoy yourself around others. And um, I'm going to give you guys some bonus tips. Six. Don't just go to school to take your talents to another person's company. Improve your financial literacy and business savvy. So one day you can run a business in your field of seven. Extra bonus tip. Seven. Remember... The books have websites, and in these websites, there is study material and practice tests. Many of your professors take the test straight from the books' websites. Learn these books, learn these websites, and pass your classes. You're supposed to get through college using your brain not using too much energy the best way to use your brain is to go on the internet and go on the book's website and find the material that's there that the teachers are going to teach or put on the test it only makes sense that's what the website is for and that wraps up the five back to school tips from the school psychologist series i hope that you benefited from this somewhere through it, either as a parent or as a student, maybe even as a person working with parents or students. Hopefully something was said in the series that you could benefit from or relate to. Um, And that's really the end of the five back to school tip series from the school psychologist. We'll look at other aspects in education and later shows, like I really want to tackle this achievement gap in African-American students and so next week we're going to take a deeper look in the achievement gap in African-American students and we're going to go back to that article or book that I referenced in last week's show about being cool or being smart and what that looks like in the African-American community. Thank you for listening to this show. We made it through another episode of the Blackmail Therapist Podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram at Blackmail Therapist. Also, you can check me out on my YouTube channel, Blackmail Therapist, if you're looking to find information about upcom- upcoming shows. I really appreciated everybody that's been tuning in to these shows thus far. I've been getting great feedback, and I'm excited to keep on going. In this show, we tackled some heavy issues. We talked about what's happening in the world today in terms of PG&E and these wildfires and what's happening in D.C. We also gave a breakdown of the NBA Eastern Conference, but we took some heavier doses of black psychology and we looked into this book light from ancient africa i'm really excited about this new series in which i'm going to break down different points from this book light from ancient africa by naeem akbar do your homework get this book it's so small it's 71 pages but it's so deep i'll I'll find a way to post a link for you guys in the show notes or um on my youtube channel or on instagram but you need to get this book and follow along this great book by Naimat akbar it's just one of many that we're going to look into also we gave five back to school tips from the school psychologist for college students hopefully all of these things you've already been doing and the work that i've been doing with these back to school tips are just fine tuning your skills but i really enjoy diving into these things and next week we'll deep, it will dig deeper into more issues in the community in the field of psychology really in the field of black psychology and we will also jump into what this achievement gap in african american students looks like today based off some of the work that's been done in the past and some of the current issues that are happening now Until next time, know your truth and it should set you free. Thank you for listening to the show.